This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was good. But be careful. Because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Chuck. And I'm Josh. And we're the host of Stuff You Should Know, the podcast. That's right. And if you're into understanding cool and unusual and seemingly ordinary and even boring things that are made interesting, you should check us out. Please and thank you. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, anywhere you get podcasts. Welcome to How Stuff Works Now. I'm your host, Lauren Vogelbaum, a researcher and writer here at How Stuff Works. Every week, I'm bringing you three stories from our team about the weird and wondrous advances we've seen in science, technology, and culture. This week, a market research forecast predicted that robots will eliminate 6% of all jobs in the United States over the next five years. And, unrelated, a clinical review of cat behavior suggests that providing indoor pets with simple puzzles can improve their health and their catty attitudes. But first, senior writer Robert Lamb explores some of the myths that predate and, in some cases, have directly inspired the modern superhero. Specifically today, we're talking about superhero teams and ancient Chinese legends. From the Avengers and the Justice League to Suicide Squad and the X-Men, moviegoers love it when superheroes team up to take on adversity. But as with a lot of Western inventions, the Chinese may have beat everyone to the super punch centuries ago. Granted, modern comic books didn't enter the world till around the 1930s, or possibly 1842 if you stretch the definition, but tales of superpowered humans are older than recorded history. Really, who are mythic heroes like Hercules, Arjuna, or Samson, if not the Cape Crusaders of old? Yet mythic heroes are often loners in their quest to placate the gods. Outside of epic family feuds, you rarely see heroes pool their magical resources for a greater good. The Chinese legend of the Seven Brothers bucks that trend entirely. You've probably heard some version of the tale before, though the exact number of brothers varies. In the oldest known version of the tale, dating back to the 16th century, seven brothers each possess a unique superpower. Super hearing, super sight, super strength, iron bones, stretchy limbs, cooling blood, and flood-producing tear ducts. When threatened by the might of a tyrannical emperor, they triumph over overwhelming odds through teamwork. 
It's quite a popular story, spawning multiple Chinese film and TV adaptations, children's books, and of course an REM song. According to Cornell University Chinese history professor Robin McNeil, the tale makes its earliest known written appearance in a playful collection titled Han Shi Sa Shu by Ming Dynasty author and scholar Tu Bin Jun. The proto-super team's oral storytelling roots may extend even further back through time, and McNeil points out that there are many precedents in Chinese folklore leading up to Tu's influential spin on super teamwork, sisters and brothers who demonstrate great compassion and sometimes spiritual powers. In this, Tu may have based his unique spin off older folk tales. The Ten Brother variant of the tale became popular in the 20th century, and many Western readers discovered the characters in Claire Hutchett Bishop's 1938 children's book, The Five Chinese Brothers. Though illustrator Kurt Wiese's yellow-faced character depictions earned it a great deal of criticism in the succeeding decades. Margaret Mahi's 1990 book, The Seven Chinese Brothers, features vastly improved illustrations by Taiwanese artists Jean and Mosin Singh. As a proto-superhero team, however, perhaps the brothers were always destined to land in the very comic books they preceded. In 2006, Scottish comic book writer Grant Morrison, known for his use of myth and counterculture, reimagined the Ten Brothers as the Great Ten for DC Comics. With names like August General and Iron, Celestial Archer, and Ghost Fox Killer, each member of the Great Ten draws on elements from both the world of superhero comics and the rich tapestry of Chinese myth. One team member could even split himself into seven identical clones, thus calling back to the original Ming Dynasty tale. In a 2005 interview with Newsarama, Morrison explained that the Great Ten were born out of a push for more international DC superheroes. And not only did he generate a team of mythically charged and relatable Chinese superheroes, he also corrected some of the comic book world's previous failings in the depictions of Asian characters. While the character Egg Fu originally resembled a giant yellow egg with a hideous Fu Manchu face, Morrison rechristened this 1960s yellow menace character as Shang Zhu, a sort of tech-savvy mutant mad scientist. The Great Ten made several appearances in DC's New 52 series and even spawned their own nine-part series in 2009. The heroes haven't seen much action since then, but as controversy over whitewashed Asian roles in comic book and anime film adaptations continue to stir up racially conscious audiences, perhaps it's time for this most recent incarnation of the legendary brothers to pool their strength once more. Next up, senior writer Jonathan Strickland reports on a new prediction about exactly how robots are going to be stealing our jobs in the near future. According to market analyst Brian Hopkins of Forrester Research, automated systems will eliminate 6% of all American jobs by 2021. And furthermore, Walmart has submitted a few patents that may get them a head start. 6% of all jobs is pretty significant. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, there are about 144,598,000 jobs in the U.S. today. 6% of that is nearly 8,676,000 jobs that robots would take from us if general employment rates stay the same. Greedy mechanical jerks. According to The Guardian, jobs that are poised for automation include truck and taxi drivers and customer service representatives working in call centers. And in a related story, it sounds like retail workers might have some similar issues in the near future. 
Business Insider contributor Kate Taylor writes that the retail giant Walmart has patented an automated system that could potentially displace employees. The company is the largest employer in the United States. Forbes reported in 2015 that Walmart had 2.2 million employees. The patented system sounds a lot like robotic shopping carts. The carts would be able to maneuver through stores. Customers could summon a cart when they enter the retail space. The cart would then follow the customer around the store or even guide customers to specific shelves. After a customer unloads the cart, it could whisk itself away to a garage. No longer would you see abandoned shopping carts taking up space in a parking lot. Beyond these features, the cart might be able to perform some other tasks, such as moving inventory around, retrieving requested products, and scanning merchandise. These are jobs that human employees would typically perform, so it's possible these carts could replace living, breathing humans. But it's also possible that Walmart would reassign employees to act in customer-facing jobs. This could help cut down on problems the company has encountered recently, such as shoplifting or violence in stores. And that's an important thing to remember. Even if machines eliminate 6% of jobs in the U.S., we may create more jobs than we lose. It will probably be difficult to transition people from one type of job to another, but not impossible. So perhaps we aren't quite on the brink of the robo-apocalypse just yet. On the other hand, that day is coming. Ultimately, pretty much every job is destined to become automated. The ones that will be first to go will be repetitive jobs that are easy to replicate mechanically or digitally. The more complex and variable a job is, the more challenging it is to automate. Finally this week, I've got some cat science for you. This story comes to us from one of our freelance researchers, uh, Melanie Redziki McManus. So thank you to Melanie. Modern animal health advocates like the American Humane Society recommend that cats be kept indoors. But being cooped up is unnatural for kitties, and they're not as low maintenance as we think. Fortunately, it's pretty easy to provide enrichment for our feline friends. And I'll tell you how. Keeping your cat indoors is recommended for her safety and the safety of the other critters in the neighborhood, but it's not necessarily good for her physical and mental health. Indoor life has been associated with everything from feline diabetes and joint problems to aggression, misbehavior, and over-grooming. And there's good reason for that. The closest wild ancestor to the domestic cat is the African wildcat. In the wild, they hunt several times a day and procure small meals for themselves about half the time. When domestic cats are deprived of this basic instinct to frequently hunt for their food, they can become overweight and stressed out, leading to poor health and the negative attention-seeking behavior you hate, like litter box avoidance, biting, and incessant meowing. So what's the responsible pet owner to do? A clinical review published in the Journal of Feline Medicine and Surgery says the answer to happier indoor cats may be as simple as food puzzles. A food puzzle is an object that can hold food and then release it when the cat interacts with it. It can be mobile or stationary. The mobile types are objects with holes that can be pushed or rolled. After placing kibble or treats inside the object, you give it to Fluffy. As he bats the object around, bits of food fall out. A stationary puzzle has a sturdy base and cubby holes for your feline friend to fish out his food. 
Food puzzles were originally created for animals housed in zoos and labs. They've been empirically shown to increase activity levels and reduce problem behaviors in dogs. The review's authors, who are researchers and veterinary doctors, reported a veritable kibble ton of case studies in which indoor cats of all ages and breeds have benefited from food puzzles and other forms of enrichment, such as play spaces and new toys. And perhaps the best news for cat owners: you don't have to buy an expensive food puzzle toy. You can make a mobile toy out of something as simple as a cardboard tube or a plastic water bottle. Just cut a few holes in the sides that are a little bit bigger than your cat's solid treats or kibble. Fill the container three quarters full of food and tape over the ends of the tube or seal up the bottle. For a stationary puzzle, you can add a little dry or wet food to each cup of a muffin tin, ice cube tray, or empty egg carton. For Fluffy, fishing or licking the food out of each well is more stimulating than just chowing down on a big bowl. Start by offering your pet easy puzzles containing plenty of food and placed in their usual dining spot, so they won't get frustrated. It may take a few tries to get Kitty interested. Try different puzzles or tastier treats if need be. Once your cat has mastered the beginner's puzzle, you can make them harder by cutting smaller holes, fewer holes, or adding less food. Science says so. That's our show for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Subscribe now for more of the latest science news, and send us links to anything you'd like to hear us cover, plus your favorite cat meme. You can send us an email at nowpodcast at howstuffworks dot com. And for lots more stories like these, head on over to our home planet now. Howstuffworks dot com. Hi, I'm Michael Rapaport, and I'm Kibi Rapaport, and together we're hosting Rapaport's, Rapaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right, reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rapaport's reality with me, Kibi Rapaport, and me, Michael Rapaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene, Gene Fodor. Gene was wounded. But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano. Huh? Oh! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, "Watch how far I can kick this bucket." People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.